Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. So the Dynamo have advanced as well in the playoffs. They won uh, on Saturday. Did you go? Did you end up going? No, I went out to, uh, I wanted to go, but ended up going out family barbecue. Uh, I wanted to do multiple things. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I didn't. I really wanted to go to that, but I also wanted to go out and <clears throat> see uh my father-in-law and, and hang out with Hector and Fabian and those guys. So we did uh, fajitas and pizza fried meats. We did the buffalo. Have you had buffalo hot dogs yet? No. Fantastic. Really good. Really good. Really. Yeah, good. he's also got bone marrow burgers now, too. Buffalo burger. Oh, oh dogs. dude. Really good. Really? I really do good. That. Yeah, do that. you need to go check that out. But anyway, so we did barbecue and watch Longhorns out there, the Longhorn game, <clears throat> which is a separate thing. We can just talk about that tomorrow. But, um, man, the Dynamo. I I see. I love watches. I I had I've had a great time going to. I'd never gone to a soccer match until Boxing Day last year, the twenty sixth of December, when I saw Arsenal and uh, West Ham, and then I saw a match in La Liga where I went to uh, Betis and whatever, and then I saw one in in uh, in uh, Bundesliga, and it's like going to soccer matches to me is You've so much fun. Here? I have not been here oh before. Oh, my gosh. It's great. Well, because it's usually a billion degrees. It's a great, it's a great stadium. And it, and it's, it's a perfect stadium for them. And it's going to be, hopefully, it's going to be packed. So it's been set for uh, Sunday, November 26th, 6 o'clock uh, at uh, Shell Energy Stadium. Uh, they are going to be uh, playing uh, Sporting Kansas City. And it's a single elimination game. So, how, so the first rounds, Dell, and the wild card rounds were best of three. And this is... Now with just single. You want, I'm not going to be able to explain what MLS is doing, other than let's get more games, get more inventory. I'm not sure why you go from a a best of three with what you would consider worst teams, and then have your better teams play a one off. I don't know. No. So anyway, it's set. It's November 26, 6 p.m. And you know you can get tickets at SeatGeek, and you can also uh, you can watch it on Apple. On, on the MLS season pass on Apple TV, but we will we're going to try and talk some uh, some uh, soccer with uh, either Pat Onstead um, or um, or Ben, uh, their head coach. We're going Ben do, Olson. Ben Olson. We're going to try to do that uh, here coming up this week later later this week. So you you soccer fans, let's go. Um, we 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 don't want to leave them out of it because the uh, Dynamo have advanced in the, in the postseason. Good stuff. It is Texans Day and Rockets Day. I don't know how you. I don't know. We're tr- we're trying to give equal time to both teams because they both did things that were just phenomenal. I, it's fantastic what both of these teams uh, did yesterday in beating teams that were both considered better than they are, in beating teams that are, are will stand in the way of them doing great things uh, going forward. Going to Cincinnati and beating Joe Burrow. Now, Tyler Boyd helped tremendously. You didn't help the situation. Did you, Okay, Dell and I were talking a little bit about this before. The interception by C.J. Stroud. 
it was like, that's the only thing you can't do. They did the only thing you can't possibly do was have a pick right there or fumble in that situation and give Cincinnati a chance to get back in the game when you're up two scores. And yet here they did it. What did you what was your initial reaction? It's third down. You've got your franchise, what you think is your franchise quarterback, although he's still a rookie. You put the ball in his hands and let him make that play, or do you just run the ball and punt? I was thinking um I was thinking run the ball. Because your defense, I thought, but the counter, Dell, give your counter. The counter is if you believe you have your guy. Yeah. Are you taking the ball out of your guy's hand? No other – it happens sometimes, but generally the elite quarterbacks are given the responsibility of making that play. The counter to my – even my argument would be you're running the ball really, really well. That would be the one thing I would say. You were, you were ripping off chunks at times. They were. But if you are – if CJ is who you believe he is, and I don't get – like I don't care about rankings now. That's dumb to me, particularly through nine games. But if you think he's the guy – the guy gets a chance to make that play and convert first downs. Yeah. It, although, there's only two, two bad things could happen, right? If he makes the play, it's probably over, right? The game. No, no, the game is over. The game is over you if he have, makes the play. You have a two minute. And he's your best player. You had a two minute. Uh, it would have rolled down to the two minutes. And then. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you. Th- well, they had a two minute. So, yeah, it would have rolled down to two minutes. Boy, it would have stopped. And you would have just kneel, kneel, yeah, kneel. Yeah. And the game would have been over. Right. So for all intents and purposes, so 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 CJ throws only his second interception of the year, and here's D'Amico talking about the mistake, and yet CJ able to bounce back from it. It's impressive to see a young kid right make mistakes and grow from it in the same game, right? And for us to be able to come out with a win after you know the, some mistakes that he made and still be able to win the game and learn from it, it's much better to correct that after a win than a loss. So really proud of CJ, and he's. He let me know that hey, we got you after after the interception. You know, he let me know we got you. We're gonna make a play right to help us win this game. And he did the final drive again. Dalton Schultz with a you know how many chunk passes he had in this game? Oh, Dalton or no, CJ? CJ. Uh, that was one of them. That was a twenty-six yarder. One, two. So you had two to Noah that I can remember. You had one to Tank. You had one to CJ. Probably like six, eight. Okay. Eight chunk plays. Well, look at since they made a point of it. Yes. Look at what's happening. Yes. Now I think it's CJ, night and day. Now Tank being in the, it just it's such a and Tank dropped one tank. that would have been another one. Yeah, Tank Tank is in the game, but it's a uh, <clears throat> honestly what has really stood out is look Bobby Sloak. I thought he was in his bag at times yesterday. He had them. There was that drive where he had the reverse to hit the reverse to I mean Bobby really needs to be credited here I know it you get nitpicky on some stuff when when you don't convert on third downs or how you're playing a game you are you too aggressive too safe whatever but remember that drive where you had the 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 jet sweep or whatever to uh uh to Xavier Hutchinson he he was dialing up everything all of his he had quick play action working he had quick game the outside zone was looking great with with I thought Slowick at times was calling a brilliant game. And look how much C.J., you know when that offense is going well, when you're throwing into space at 18, anywhere from 14 to 22 yards, and you're throwing into holes? Like, 
that's a good defense coordinator Cincinnati well, has, and they were gap, they were gashing them. Well, there's one reason that you can do that though, and we haven't even mentioned it yet. The offensive line played its best game. Yep. And you know you've got now three straight weeks that they've been together as a unit, and now all of a sudden it's starting to gel. They didn't have, they weren't able to run the ball like this all season long. You had Singletary with 150 yards. You had 172 for Noah Brown. The the CJ with 356. You got we got to give it up because we they they've taken the heat. Got to give it up for this offensive line. Here's CJ. I think when we had a great day offensively, ran the ball really well, threw the ball really well. Um, but those those last four minute drills, man, I got to be better. I can't turn the ball over right there. But it's all about toughness in this league. How tough you are. Um, I took a lot of big hits this game and things like that. But my O line, they they fought the tail off. I think that's where we run the game was O line. Um, we handled 91. I was on our keys of victory. He's a, a heck of a player. Um, LT was sitting on that guy and had a great game. Um, and then our receivers ran great routes. Uh, rest of my O line blocked blocked their tail off. Um, and and uh, motor man, like motor and 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 MB man, they, they they were the focus point of this game, man. They we we needed them big time, and they've been in tough games like this. Motor being with the Bills, and then MB being with the Cowboys, they know how hard it is to win in an environment like that. Uh, so we lean on them guys, and they made plays. NB hmm. Noah Brown, Motor is obviously Devin Singletary. Um, Devin Singletary thirty carries for one hundred and fifty yards. Rex Burkhead did not get one carry yesterday. What Rex Burkhead? Yeah, is he still here? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, but well, Remember Mike how... Boone was in there some. Hey, uh, oh no, was he talking about MB? No, no, no. He was talking. Oh no, no, no. MB. Where did Mike Boone come from? He came from Denver, didn't he? Um, MB came from. He said, "Yeah, yeah." Wait, yeah. no, MB. NB or, or MB. No, 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 wait. NB is Noah Brown. Yeah. So he didn't come from Buffalo. He came from Dallas. Yeah. He was talking about the running game. He was talking about MB. Mike Boone came from Buffalo? Uh, no, Devin Singletary came from Buffalo. What do you mean? He said motor. What did he say about MB? Oh, he just said great game by MB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said motor coming from, from yeah. Buffalo. I'm trying to – I got to work through all the nicknames on stuff. Well, not only that, all the guys, all the new guys and where they <laughs> came from. Well, NB is Noah Brown. NB yep. would be Mike Boone. Mike Boone. Mike Boone had some – yeah, Mike Boone had yeah. some some good reps too. I hope that – wasn't that Boone that fell into – that fell into – he was getting up his total fluke No, accident. it was it was Singletary when they threw him back. He threw him back into – That was Singletary? That it, wasn't Boone? No, I thought that, that was Singletary. I thought that was Boone. Okay. No, they threw him back into him. Trey and, Hendrickson. Yeah. And, yeah. boy, he looked hurt. I know. I felt bad. bad. I felt bad, bad for, for Hendrickson. Yep. But Devin Singletary, 30 carries for 150 yards, and he ran so well in that outside zone. Like, they stayed primarily outside zone-based, which is everyone moving together as a fluid unit. And then the running back, basically, you want a running back to be able to press with speed and go around the corner. And one of the issues you have for Devin, for Damian Pierce is Pierce doesn't have great speed around the corner, so I think a lot of linebackers are not flowing wide, and they're kind of sitting on his cutbacks. And that really creates problems. You need a running back that threatens around the corner. Did you notice mm. how many times Devin Singletary would would read? He'd make his reads, and he'd say, okay, okay I'm going to keep going around yep. the corner. Yep. And that makes the defense flow harder, which creates cutback lanes. Mm-hmm. And he is just a better fit. Honestly, Singletary is a better fit than Pierce is for this particular well, running well, that scheme. That brings up a question that the, uh, the the bees were talking about on Friday. That I would I, it's, it was an interesting subject. We could talk about on the other side. Wide receiver or running back going forward. Let's talk about it on the other side. But right now, you got to talk about Allstate. 
Yeah, and uh, Allstate Windows and Siding, there's some of you right now who we're getting ready to get into what is expected to be a really actually unusually cold winter. And if that's going to be the case, then shouldn't you be, you know, doing your best to keep your family protected, to keep your house warm, to keep the dust out? And guess what? When it turns into a... When it turns into summer and it's really hot, you want to keep your air conditioning in, and that's getting sealed windows. New windows can make a difference of up to 40% on your electric bill. It's really that big a deal. Windows that are not properly sealed cause a major issue with humidity in your home, which causes your air conditioner to run even more. You're not comfortable. There's dust in the home. Windows that are single pane are easy to break into. Double-pane windows offer you better protection and security for your home. Of course, they make the uh, the home less noisy as well. Make sure that you are calling my friends over at Allstate Windows Society because they want to really hook up ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 listeners with big discounts. Ask about their ESPN 97.5 discounts for their complete siding jobs and also for uh, your windows. AllstateWindowsAndSiding.com. That's AllstateWindowsAndSiding.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Everyone loves our chicken pot pie. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Where do you begin when you got a weekend like we had? Holy crap, how awesome it was. Uh, everything but college football. It was fantastic. How about this? <laughs> you you beat at Mississippi State by... You beat Mississippi State 51 to 10, you lose your job. Apparently they wanted a bigger than 41 point win. So apparently this was done on Thursday. Yeah. This was uh yeah. figured out on Thursday so it wasn't going to matter. Mississippi State, you lose to the Aggies 51 to 10, you lose your job. Arnett out after one year. Yeah, it was a it was a Black Saturday for or for, last for weekend the, for coaches. College Station. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna loser leaves town. Winner leaves town too. <laughs> and, yeah, Andy Avalos, who is the Boise State coach, they dumped him. He won ten games last year. A former player, former coach there, beat it. Wow, middle of your third it's season, harsh out there. Yeah, I think some. I think I think and, the idea of just that you just move on from somebody you're not happy with at a particular time is, you know, Bill Cower would have been out a long time ago at Pittsburgh. Pitt, I remember there was thought about why is Bill Cower still at Pittsburgh? This guy's. He, you know, there was it was a lot of negativity around Bill Cower. In college football, the money is so high, and the expectations from boosters has never been higher. And you just you aren't. It, it used to be you never saw one and done. You no. never saw one and done in football at all. It really in any sport other than professional soccer. Now one and done happens in football. This is not. You know, we we saw it with Steve Wilkes in. Uh, we're seeing it with uh, at, at Mississippi State. Like, it's happening a lot more. You see one and two. God forbid. I mean, you get three years now. That's a long time. If the Aggies did this on a Thursday, do you think they have someone in line? If they did it, so this, get ahead. I'm glad you asked this. November, early November, 
Thursday, you're out. My wife asked me this. Why, would, why wouldn't you just let him finish? Why don't you tell us? You've hosted a college football show, Dell. I know what my answer was for why the Aggies did this now and why they should have done it now. What do you think the reason was? It smells of let's let's deal with this, get convince anyone they have to convince to get the money in line, uh, and talk about on their own side to right. get, get Jimbo out of there and then motivate whoever they need to motivate to say, hey, we're paying Jimbo. We're going to pay this guy. We got this guy in line and then this guy. This is our order. I can't imagine they don't have a name despite all the – they don't want to be float. They don't want this flitting around trying to figure it out. they got to have a guy. I think, they, they I think this is a, a broadcast. This is a bat signal. You do it now because you want everyone in college football yeah. to know, hey, we're open. Before any other jobs come open, we want to be the first out and say Texas A&M is open because now what will happen is agents will start calling. Uh, agents of coaches interested will start calling Ross Bjork and Texas A&M. But the other thing is you also – now, you can speak to this better than I can because I don't know all the intricacies of recruiting, but I would think if you know you're going to make a coaching change, better early than late because you have to convince as many people in that class that you've already got commitments from to stay, and it allows you to maybe get a head start well, on the, the process of re-recruiting. As far as that goes, I feel like it's, it's, it's imperative that you get a guy right away. You hire him right away. Now you fired right away, and you know those recruits know. But I want—I got to know who's coming in before I I, I, I stay with you. Now, the, considering where they're going to be shopping, if the, if the, it's actually a shopping list as opposed to they have a person already lined up, they're going to be shopping in places where guys have meaningful games the rest of the way. Yeah. You, you would think, yeah. And guys who have their own major recruiting classes they want to protect, so. To your point, John, I think they would want this done. They would want this done by the end of championship weekend. Yes. Let, yes. Not, not, I guess, distract their 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 candidate from potentially winning a, a, a title, conference title. But, hey, when it, let's go. You play that game. We'll, we'll let you do that. But that Sunday or Monday – we want you in. You want you in College Station making an announcement. The guy that, I think I think uh, the guy that you could Mike Elko, who is former defense coordinator, who is I know very close with their analytics director. They're at A and M. I can't really talk. I'm not. I wasn't allowed really to talk about much. A and M has a brilliant analytics director that he has technology. Like they have some stuff. They should do everything they can to keep Craddock there. And Craddock knows Mike Elko really well from Duke. Mike Elko, former Aggie coach is um, probably going to be near the top of their list because he knows the culture. He knows the the boosters. They'll be comfortable with him. He's done a nice job at Duke. I think the one guy you, you have to try with for Dan Lanning because Dan Lanning, Dan Lanning to me gives you a chance. I just think he has it, and I think Dan Lanning has a chance to be right up there with Kirby Smart in terms of the best two coaches in college football, and I – I think you got to do whatever it takes to to make every attempt. And if you can't go with Dan Lanning, then you move. Some of the names we mentioned: Lane Kiffin, Mike Norvell from uh, Florida State. Will they Lane go Kiffin. Florida State two years, two times in a row? Uh, with the- I don't, I don't think so. Kalen, I don't, uh, I, I don't. Kalen DeBear from I don't think uh, that plays into Washington. It. Jeff Trailer, UTSA would people. be. Jeff Trailer's a really good coach. I just. Unless the Aggies need to go cheaper because I of saw the Jimbo that Dana thing. was a, a candidate. No, That's Cougar fans are putting <laughs> Those that are out. Spicy Cougar fans. Who Cougar want, fans are putting that out. Who want to manifest there. something? They have mutual interest. You from mean, two different Cougar 
fan Twitter accounts. That's fans not are the real. Worst. They they just want that guy out of there. Uh, the Dan Lanning thing will be interesting because just two years removed, and unfortunately for me, just two years removed, Oregon got into a bit of a bidding war, but that they were never going to win because Mario had to go home. Um, so I don't think Phil Knight wants to have Big Bank, Little Bank again yeah. and have my, my – you know, A and M can out A and M can't outspend them, but they can they can go as high as Phil Knight wants to. Um, so I don't know if Phil Knight wants to lose another coach to a program well, the scuffling. Is, yeah, yeah. and, the and they outs- allegedly outspend Phil Knight to get another well, let's, coach. Let's, let's mm. cover the two the two the the elephant in the room: Cliff Kingsbury, and I'll throw in Lane That's- Kiffin too. What are y'all? I like. I don't see those guys as legit. Lane Kiffin is a circus. I don't yeah. think I want that at a. At A&M, but I just don't think Cliff Kingsbury will get a – I don't think A&M will want to go in that direction. I think Lane Kiffin no. would win at A&M because since – well, really since uh, he left USC, he wins. FAU, Ole Miss, he does, le- he does more of less. Can you win at the highest level? And he's had he five – He should be able he's to. He's had five stars over at Ole Miss. Yeah, he's but they're down. never going to recruit – well, he got his ass kicked this weekend against Georgia, but he's never going to recruit the lines like he needs to to win those games. You know, that offense keeps him in games. They'll score a lot of points and <laughs> – beat teams they should beat but he's never going to recruit to george's well, level he, he keeps talking about how te- texas a&m has the most talent in the country yeah should be a top five it would team. be awkward for- i think they were shots at jimbo but they were also kind of true they are true they are true the problem that what- th- their lines holy crap would texas a&m swallow A&M. their pride and go hey lane i know you've used the last couple years to make fun of us but come on down because yeah. he would win. I don't know. I don't think, he's I don't the think guy, you can. He's a, I he's, he's, I agree with you. He's a circus. What is, what is, a, what is A&M protecting? A&M. What is A&M? A&M what, what are they, what are they protecting? A circus. They wear uniforms. What tradition? They, they, they had, had Johnny football. Just stop. Yeah, and how many wins? And, trying to ruin and that was the school. best Our, run of A&M football we've seen in, mo- in modern, well, since 98, I guess. We don't, we don't do that here. The circus thing, A&M, everyone outside of the Kyle thinks you're a circus anyway because all that weird stuff you do. You think Lane Kiffin makes you more? <laughs> Lance let the record reflect. No. Lance and John didn't no, say that. No, we did not say that. that all quote the weird unquote, stuff weird you people stuff do. I'm telling you, the college football world already thinks A&M is weird. Oh, How about man. adding Aggies some winning? They're going to be so mad at you. I'm not the one. Talk to college football. They think what they do is weird. Oh, it's, he's a circus. Stop it. Yeah, he Go is win some games. We don't need that. Win- Win some games. We don't need that in College Station. You can take that to your little Miami. I wish. Circus I, w- I would have. poles you, and all that. You know, stuff at the time, Lane Kiffin apparently expressed interest in that job. I was praying. I was praying because I knew what was coming down the pike. See, people can't hurt me with the Miami stuff because I predicted it. Aggie alumni are calling Gal right now to buy out Dell's contract. Is something they said in Twitter. Contract? I wish it was a contract. <laughs> time for me to talk about Doc Manavich. She was in studio with us last week and Twitch. Well. I don't even want to she tagged words. me in a video that showed me talking like she was standing there and then I say something and she goes, when someone else tries to butt in on your conversation and she looks at me like this, <laughs> you slay him, girl. I'm like, what? what? How did I? And then she tagged me on Instagram. Oh, my God. I'm like, why? What? I what just you? got you. And then all these from... other. Well, all these other uh, doctors who do the. Right. The, do the st- you know the, people who know all the the butt thing? What yeah. are you doing pointing to your butt? That's not. It's not. It's a groin thing, and it's just an IV. Well, no, hers is. Yeah, well, yeah, which is good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, hers is. Okay, we're not sticking our fingers up people's butts anymore, unless you're an LSU fan. Okay, that's all. That's the only place that's happening anymore. Yeah, 
Okay? Because now Doc Manavish, she uses an MRI, she uses an ultrasound, she puts the IV in the groin area, and that's it. And you fix your prostate. We're not doing the surgery. Please don't do the surgery. Don't ever do the surgery if it's just an enlarged prostate. If Now, if, you, if it's cancerous, then you've got no choice. This is something you have to do. But if it's not cancerous, you just need Doc to just give you that IV and shrink your prostate. It's the best process, period. So if you're looking for a good best way, if your doctor's told you you have an enlarged prostate, or if you're going to the bathroom quite often, can't stop, can't stop, all of those things, all those symptoms for an enlarged prostate, 975prostate.com. That's 975prostate.com. Yeah, 97.5 and 92.5. Planted Unicorn, hey. Planted Unicorn, Unicorn Planet. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So so what happened on Friday night that brought the internet down? Well, Brian Damaris. Now, we have been saying this stuff about James Harden forever. I mean, it's not, this is not like, Oh, Brian Damaris is bra- a breaking story Finally, here. That's on the internet. Finally, someone does it. Oh, we, we've been talking about this. Now, we don't work for an NBA team. No. So this is, I mean, we've been saying this stuff. James, he just gets rid of everybody. He got rid of Dwight Howard. He got rid of Kevin McHale. He got rid of Chris Paul. He got rid of Russ. He got rid of everybody. He goes yeah. to strip clubs. All the, That's all he cares about. He goes down to Cabo. We've been saying this for a long time, but we don't work for an NBA team. Brian Damaris does. Brian Damaris is actually, he is Yanni's cousin. And I sent it to Frankie and Yanni, and they both go, yeah, we saw it. It's, it's hilarious. Way to go, Brian. He went viral. Here is, it's a couple minutes long, but well, it's good. Well, so let me ask you, do you think, so this is ether behind the scenes, by the way, is from Nas from a diss track. Did somebody, do you think Bally Sports put that I was trying to figure out if someone grabbed it live and then put the music behind it, or did that come? Because they may have known he was going to. They're doing a pregame, so it might be playing in the arena. No. No, 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 no. This is on the broadcast, and the question is. I know it's on the broadcast. Yeah. Well, that's the question is, did they, and it's on the, so did did they know, did the broadcast, did they know that he was going to go off on this? Because he may have said, "Look, I'm gonna. I got oh, something to say about James." Yeah. And they may have had the music ready, or did someone else add the music? I think someone added it from the internet. Yeah, I don't know video where off. the original is. That was my question too. But here's Brian Damaris saying things a lot of us have said about James Harden. Ask the producer to pipe this into the Clippers' locker room so I can talk to you, James. I hope you're taking notes. I'm telling you in advance. You're welcome for the wisdom I'm about to spew. Because listen, I get on my knees every night and pray for someone to believe in me. Like Daryl Borey believed in you. You wanted a certain coach, they brought in Mike D'Antoni. You want to play a certain style, they played it. You wanted Dwight Howard, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. You wanted Chris Paul, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. They brought in your old friend Russell Westbrook. You want to go to Vegas on off days, they looked away. You wanted the team to stay over so you could go out at night, they changed the schedule. And it didn't work. And you know what? You said... I'm going to break up with my whoopee. Not good enough. I see the bright lights in New York. I want to go there. My old pal, Kevin Durant. It's going to work. The big 
history, and all after one year, you won it out. You realized, oh my gosh, I took this guy for granted, the guy that believed in me. I went back with Daryl Morey. They traded Ben Simmons for you. How did they pull that off? And you know what? You went there, and you got a partner who got the MVP. He won the MVP. And what did you say afterwards? You said, they didn't hand me the reins. You're the point guard. You're holding the reins. And what did you do when you had the reins? You scored nine points in game seven against Boston. You blew a 3-2 series lead. So they co they fired their coach. Not good enough. You broke up with the guy believing you again. You said, the bright lights of L.A., that's where I want to go. Let's see if that works. Listen, James, have you ever had those friends who had bad roommates? Over and over, they complained about their bad roommates. This guy's terrible. The bad roommate here. They never thought to be self-aware enough that they're the bad roommate. They're the problem. Hey, James, you're the problem. If this doesn't work this year in this system with this team, then you're going to go and point fingers at everybody else, and you're going to go back home, and you're going to start swiping right for another team, and there's not going to be anybody left. Because, James, you're not the beard. You're not the system. You're the problem. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. It flowed well. Mm -hmm. He hit him no, with he... he hit him with the swipe right reference to Tinder. Mm -hmm. He hit him with you're not the beard, you know, you're not the system, you're the problem. That was pretty well delivered and all of it accurate. And you know, he said one thing in there that lets you know that the that he has people on the Rockets, probably like Craig Ackerman or somebody telling him. Basically, they he said you wanted them to stay overnight. They changed the schedule. I've heard that the Vegas. Anyone could say, oh, you want to go to Vegas. Vegas, they let you. On off days, they let you. You wanted to stay overnight one night, and blah, 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 so they changed the team schedule. That's coming from somebody on the Rockets told them that. Yep. That yep. wasn't one thing, something you just pick up off the internet. Somebody on the Rockets told him that stuff. He's close to Houston. Yeah. He's close to Houston. He, yeah. He know, he, yeah. He, he knows. He's, he's, he's got inside information that, you know, the same thing. <laughs> listen, it's not new. It's new for anybody that doesn't listen to the show. I don't think I don't I don't know that any of the other radio stations. First of all, seven ninety probably wouldn't talk about a lot of the stuff that we talk about because they're the station for the Rockets and they're not going to say you know a lot of the true stuff. Six ten doesn't care about anything but Texans, so they're not going to talk about this. Right. Uh, so uh, there, this is something that's been out there. Not nationally though. Nationally, he he just destroyed him. There's a lot of people. Throughout the league or throughout the nation, that don't didn't know these insights to the Houston Rockets. Well, I think he just put everything. I think most people know about most of these things. What he did, I mean, we live it, so it's not a big deal to us. But he took all these little pieces and put it together. Yep. Yeah. And and that's all it is. Like, oh yeah, you know what? He did get rid of Dwight. Oh yeah, he did do that. Oh yeah, everything he said was accurate. We all recognize it all, and it was the very reason why we rallied so hard for James not to come back to Houston. Don't bring loser DNA back into the organization. I know James is a great all-time offensive scorer, but he is a he is going to be known for his playoff failures. He's going to be known for being fickle. He is going to be known for not being, you know, not being uh, uh, great for organizations. And you know what he did? You get him. Luckily, Udoka, because I I think they would have brought him back. They would. I think they would have brought him no. back. I know Rafael Stone likes him. No, 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 no. God. Ime Udoka absolutely would have brought, brought it back if it wasn't for Ime. Yeah, and Ime recognized, no, this isn't, no, I, I, I was, they had to deal with Kyrie Irving, the Celtics did, once Kyrie was there and kind of screwed up the juju, and then they had to get it right again, and because Kyrie's one of those guys who does that too, and it's about, it's about team, it's not about me, it's about team, and, and 
That's what Udoka praises. And, you know, by not having James come here, it was not going to be central. The, the game wasn't central to James. And it was such a huge move for Udoka to come in and shut that down because now you see this is a team. There's no one guy that's bigger than the team here. No one guy. No, and I think that's the way it needs to be. Well, Who's the superstar? Look at look at the way the offense flows. Look at the way the defense and the intensity. It's anti-James. Everything is anti-James. He would have been a terrible fit. It would have been awful to have James Harden back here. It's awful to have it. You think the Clippers are loving this? You you think, oh, oh man, James is here. The system is here. That's a f- team full of guys, maybe outside of Russ, but as far as their, their that starting five, team full of guys, you're like, oh, we lost. Eh, let's, let's let's get them the next time. They're not a team like Kawhi's supposed to be the leader. Kawhi's not a leader. Paul George is another guy who, good player, but he's not going to pull you out of something and go, let's go. I mean, Russ isn't good enough to do that anymore. <sighs> it's a bad fit. I think we all kind of saw it coming, but you know what? Star- let's get another star player there and see what happens. The idea of adding star players is the dumbest. Yes, it's just it's just it's just an easy opt out when you're building. It's, it's this, lazy. James didn't it's need lazy. to be added to a build, and I and the argument that people had that was always false from the beginning was, well, you got a better chance to compete for a playoffs if you have James. This was never about one. Well, number one, no, it no. turns out. Number two, this was never about building for a year and seeing what happened. This is about building something that is a sustainable pattern. Do you That's remember you guys in. that maybe month to month and a half span where Rockets fans were convincing themselves that this would be a good decision? Like, like you know, James put up that 40-plus in the playoffs against the Celtics. You know, like, guys are like, you know what? It'd be good to have that back here again. And then by game seven where he does what he normally does, There's everyone great there reminder. people say it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer yeah, to but bring that game, James I back. Saw, I saw people who were saying that really literally say, I've changed my mind. After seeing the flameouts in Game 6 and Game 7 from James, they realized, holy crap, that's right. I've seen this a ton of times. Well, the only thing that Brian didn't mention were, were the San Antonio flameout where the, when he quit on the team against San Antonio, right? And that's the only thing he really – no, he mentioned did mention the playoff failure in where – in. Yep. Was it the, with the Nets? No, with Philly. He did mention that playoff failure. But but James had mo- – I mean, Elimination James is yeah, real. Yeah, we don't have to. People here know. I just couldn't believe for that month where the, where James floated out there that he wanted to come back and it felt like the Rockets were receptive. Everyone was working themselves up to convince them that it would be good this time. Okay, sure. That would have played out no, well. But awful. Let's get Julian in here before we take a break. He wants to talk about FSU. Hey, Julian. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, so FSU had a big win against Miami just because, obviously, it's the rival game. There was a lot of crying by the Tropical Storm, uh, and, and I don't know why, because the safety that they wanted, yes, he did have a safety. Jordan Travis probably was out. But there was a holding that there was a, should have been a safety on uh, Miami, and Keon Coleman was doing a post-corner, held the crap out of him, no call. And also... Bang, bang, nine again. Have a good day, gentlemen. Can you stop? Can you stop? I dude, mean, hold, dude, holding was, calls or whatever, but it, it was obvious. There were, there were plenty of missed calls on penalties. It How, how did they come to the conclusion well, that that wasn't twice a twice in Miami. It happened again. Not that I want to get into defending Miami because Chris Ball is one thing, and it's, not, it's never going to work out. But it happened against Clemson, too. That one was even more egregious, but it happened. 
but this is the second time where it's an obvious safety that that, that, was still, that the call in the field arguable. stood. I don't look. I don't get it. You're not going to get a reasonable explanation. Sean McDonough talked about it afterwards. They asked him. They asked the replay officials for an explanation, and they were told they're going to get one, and they never gave them an explanation. So I don't know why they did it, um, but it, it happened. It's happened twice in Miami. The one thing I will say about Florida State, that offensive line, it's not championship caliber. I credit Mike Norvell and Jordan Travis and those receivers for working around it. Mike Norvell is a very good uh, run game coordinator, but they don't have a great offensive line. And they won't get tested until they see a playoff opponent. But if they see a playoff front, they're going to get their ass kicked. They don't have as far as running, running the ball. I'm with you. I, 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 I kind of argued against them a little bit when we had our meeting for the Joe Moore Award. The semifinalists are going to list are going to come out. And I think, you know, they're going to be in. They're in the top 12 that are going to make it. But I don't think they're in tier one of that list personally. I know they're undefeated, but um, I thought they got a lot better last year. I don't think they've improved much. Miami's made improvements on their offensive line, but uh, yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll jump back into the we'll jump back into the the Texans because we need to hear from the combatants yesterday going on the road and winning and winning. Frankly, you had to come from behind. Well, you weren't behind; you were tied. You had to get down there in field goal range to win the game. But the realistically speaking, honestly, you controlled that game yesterday. The Texans for, after the first seven nothing from Cincinnati. You were in control of that game for the most part. Okay, before we go to break, i got to remind you, we just talked about Pete's Fine Meats a little bit. You had yeah. that stuff. you got to order your turkey, your smoked bake uh, or fresh turkey by this Friday. By, so make sure yeah. that you uh, call Michael and order your turkey. It's got to be ordered by this Friday. They can handle all the – I mean, they can smoke it, fry it, bake yeah. it, or just give it to you fresh where you do it yourself, but they can handle all that stuff yep. for you. I've gotten it before – where he has it, and basically they prepare it, and they show you the reheat options on that, and uh, it's really, really easy. Keeps it moist. They've got you put a little water in it, but they, they explain it yep. all to you. Seven one three seven eight two thirty four seventy. Seven one three seven eight two thirty four seventy. Um, they, of course, they do an unbelievable job. It's it's Pete's Fine Meats. Uh, time for me to talk about, oh, well, we were going to be out there today, and we were going to have the guys from Artisan Grange out there with us, Wayne and Chase and it just is such a shame that we're not going to be able to, we won't be able to do that because I wanted to talk uh, a little bit with them about what's going on with the Dublin and what's going on with the Canstead. I was with somebody that is dipping, and it's so funny. A, a guy uh, that we're sitting with goes, Yeah, okay, I've seen guys lose their jaws because of dip. I've seen, no, literally lose their jaw because they dip every day, put the same dip in the same place. And if I'm if it's if it's scaring you right now, if thinking about it, you don't want to think about it because you just want to put that in the back of your mind. Well, put it in the front of your mind because you are harming yourself. The nicotine and the tobacco is doing damage, and it could do such unbelievable damage that it could well, it affect your life. It could end your life in some instances. So, if you're looking for a great way, a great way to get out of that dip and to do it healthily. With CBD oil, hemp in a pouch made of hemp, you can wean yourself with the, the the flavor that you're used to. I was with a guy who he loved mint. I said, they've got mint. Go to 975dip.com, 975dip, D-I-P.com, and, and just order some 
order a canister. You get a bunch of different. Uh, I don't know how many you get in a canister, but a bunch, five different, uh, five different cans. And you are going to find out that this is so much better for you. It's also so much better that CBD American Shaman is carrying it. You're looking for a great way to get out of that dip? 975dip.com, 975dip.com. ESPN 975.com. Time to wake up. Hey, you, finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. Eight fifty ESPN ninety seven five Your thoughts on on this? We got to get okay. So so many things happening. Joe Spot is going to be named today to as your Houston Astros manager, and it's a it's a win. It is uh, he's a a guy I, that Dana Brown has pushed. So all of your fears, your your shoe throwing, and everything else, are you do you, are you want to apologize now to the organization? For I'm not going to your... apologize. I feel like I'm the reason they didn't hire. I feel like Osmus is going to be hired until I threw my fit. No, wait a minute. Yes. You think you stopped the yes. organization from hiring Brad Osmus? Instead of me apologizing to somebody, how about the city of Houston thank me with a gift card? How about a, a gift card? A gift yeah. card. A how about a pizza? Gift card. You want from where? What do you get? What type of gift card? Like a thousand dollars somewhere. A you just thousand dollars. Your Gilbert. You want a thousand dollar gift card to the Best city buy. of Houston? Best Buy. Oh, bet. What? This isn't yeah. a bowl game. Yeah, you I want a bowl you, game pack. You didn't win six games. You're into welcome, a bowl Houston. Game. I saved us. You saved us. I saved us from Austin. One throw of a shoe could be that consequential. So they knew how serious, because what happened? People said, that's my feeling, too. That's my feeling, too. And I'm sure that Jim Crane looked at that and said, I'm sorry, Jeff. We just, the people have spoken. Jim Crane's man of the people. Or the coin has spoken, whatever the case might be. Um, oh, Joe, that sucks. That's going to go away now. It is. They're yeah. no dusty. What are, what are we going to play it for now? Coin boys? Well, any t- well, Oh, there's a lot of coin make boys. Who's going to be the next on, coin boy? Well, I'm a coin boy, so I, can, I make decisions based on coin flips. That's fine. Um. So this is this is nice. This is a, a good step. One of the steps that maybe I don't know. Where, how do you feel about this whole Bregman thing? Got the I got some a little intel on well, on Bregman again. moving on. Uh, he's going to move. He's to be buying a house in Arizona. He's he like scrubbing his social media. No, he hasn't. Scrub, he's not. He's not that. He well, it's closer to New Mexico. Okay, so maybe that's one of the reasons why he's buying a house there. But. I, I'm, I'm I'm torn on this thing. You can't give him a long-term deal, but, man, it sure is nice to have Alex Bregman on your team. He's been... As long as these guys are looking for eight-year-plus deals, Jim Crane ain't doing it. He's not going to do it. He ain't about that life. He ain't about that, that eight-year, nine-year, ten-year deal. He do just you, ain't. Do you feel like this is... Do you feel like Houston operates like... I think it's tough because I don't want to... It's just easy. If I wanted to, I could just say... Houston's not a, uh, operating like a major organization. They're acting like they're a small over, time. They're right at the luxury mid-tank. tax right now. Yeah, but they're right there. But you could easily convince people that you look at this. You're letting this guy go. This guy go. Jim Crane needs to prove he's serious about winning. You could easily convince people of that and show that because people are leaving. But the reality is, is it smart to just give all your veterans eight and ten year deals? Like you are done. You are stuck financially. It, 
Well, you know, if you do it like the Braves, though, you do it when they're really young and you you don't have. I mean, they you do they're it locked up with. But Houston doesn't do it as long. Like no, they give you no. money early, but they don't get as many years. Like no, maybe they, they need to start buying another year or two on there. Yeah, maybe. And because wouldn't you rather? Would right now? Wouldn't you love to have another year or two on Jordans? Oh, without question. Yeah, without question. But if I'm again, but if I'm the agent, I'm like, no, 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 no. We'll go through. We, we'll we'll bypass the arbitration years. If you let Jordan leave, it's but we'll bypass some- the arbitration years. But but we ain't take. We want him to get to free agency at some point. If I'm the agent, I'm not. I don't know that I'm doing a seven year. It depends deal on the agent. With a young guy. It depends on the agent. Latin players take this early money. Sometimes they do. I mean, that's just the. That's well, just what do you, okay, so Bregman, it doesn't look like, and, and yet, and at the same time, Scott Boris says, "You know what? The Astros have reached out about doing an extension with Altuve. Altuve now, Altuve ain't going to ask for no eight, nine, ten year deal, which is the good thing. I think Altuve probably takes another four year deal, and you know what? And you do that. Uh-huh. But this is the same thing as given." Altuve, his last contract, it's the same as giving him a, a nine-year deal. You so just, it doesn't make just, much. Yeah, but, but you, you just chopped a, it up. But you have to have a player willing to do that. No, Not only won't. that, you have to know that that player is still going to be good going forward. Yeah. You don't give him a nine-year deal because, oh, wait a minute, what if he falls off the world? Well, you get, it, it's 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 an insurance policy for the team. Are you okay with – now, Jose Altuve has to be a lifer, right? I mean, yes. for all the guys that have left, the Coles, the yes. Verlanders, the Mortons, the, Must uh, the Springers, the Correas, and Bregman's going to leave, uh, Tucker's going to leave, Jose Altuve has to Must be a lifer. be a lifer. So should Jordan, frankly. I mean, he's going to be the greatest, one of the greatest hitters to ever put an Astros jersey on. So should Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, has to be. And if you need to redo a deal now to try to make that happen, then do it now. What do you now? And I know this for a fact that the Astros, along with a couple other teams, would like to sign Maldonado. Where are you on signing Maldonado? I kind of what you said. If you have him on the bench, it's problems because at any point the pitchers could turn on Yiner Diaz. Yeah. And to me, this is Diaz's team now as a catcher. What if Yiner, what if, okay, one of the worries for the organization is that maybe Yiner ain't going to be Yiner. I mean, he's hit one half a year, basically, of of, of hitting well. Are, well, you, are you sure he's going to, we were positive yes. Pena was going to be an MVP candidate no, this year. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he raked like crazy in the minor league system. Um, and it was like, holy crap, this Diaz kid may be passing Corey Lee. And he, and he came up and he had 23 homers as a he hit to all fields. He shows the capability of. I mean, he has some problems with that slider away, but yeah, I'd, I'd rather take my chance with Yiner Diaz than no, take your chances. Suppose he suppose he falls off this year. Okay, well, if he falls off, he falls off. But would you like to have Maldonado as a back? No, he he stinks offensively. He is bad. Maldonado, you can find somebody else. Yeah, who's better offensively? It's not about offense with Maldonado. It never has been. It's about how he handles pitchers and their comfort level. But if you bring him back, it has to be said, look, he will 100% pitch for Justin Verlander. It isn't going to be. Those guys are like same age group. It's not going to be Yiner Diaz. Like, Justin will say, hey, I want Maldonado. You better get ready for it. And then what's going to happen is Fromber, hey, I want Maldonado too. Now all of a sudden, is are you okay with Diaz getting three out of every five starts? Not me. That needs to be no. a four out of four every out of spark, you know, start thing. I just realized something, and I can't believe it hasn't been said before. I'm the Martin Maldonado of 97.5. <laughs> you can't, can't Why? Hit. What does that mean? Well, I mean, 
honestly, someone else would be better for this position. But John and John, you and John are like the Astros pitchers. Oh, if he's around, let's get him. <laughs> Bring him back. No, how about you know what? Everybody thinks he's good, but he's not really that good. Maybe no, that's it. Maybe the, that's why you're that's the Martin the no, no, I'm not Martin because no one thinks he's that good except for Dusty. You're, you're that, I know that's not the comparison. The comparison is, uh, I'm sure someone else could do this job a lot better. But these guys, these guys, keep bringing them back. Keep bringing them back. You are our Martin Maldonado. You're Machete from now on. Del Machete. What was our? Is there a Del Ola Machete? Is there a correlation between our our um um our uh, consultant who came in who was a huge fan of Dell's huge love uh, giant fan yeah. love Dell biggest fan is there any core like I don't see that with the Rockets uh, with the t- Astros do you no I, there's not a consultant yet because no, you know who does love Martin more than anybody <clears throat> Jeff Bagwell he does no he loves he he loves him but he you know but Jeff understands. Jeff understands the problem. How problematic Maldonado is. He understands that. Well, here's what Jackie. Here's what Jackie said. All jokes aside, people freaking out about Bagwell being mentioned by Brian McTaggart as being involved, change being involved in the coaching search changed the Astros' tone. Crane went out of his way to only mention Dana Brown. You did the Lord's work. Thank you, Jackie. Recognizes no. that'll be. I'll take a hundred dollar gift card, Jackie. You, no. Ten people give me a hundred dollar gift card. I feel like, I feel like we're even. We, we talked. Stop. Okay. You tried to get Brad off. Did not try to get. I did not want Brad off. All morning. What's wrong with Brad off? I told you what the what the reality of it is. And why? Why is Jeff Bagwell not? He's a he's a Hall of Famer. Why is Jeff Bagwell not allowed to make all the calls? You were pushing an agenda. You were pushing an agenda. I don't know if you were trolling or you were actually pushing an agenda. They said you were friends with Jeff Bagwell. I told you I wanted a spot up. They called you an FOB, friend of Bagwell. I'm talking about, you know who I'm a friend of? FOL, friend of Linville. That's what I am. I'm a friend of Doc Linville's because Doc Linville does good. Doc Linville does the Lord's work on your hair, okay? If you are somebody with a nine iron divot, okay, Doc Linville can fill that in, okay? If you're somebody with a receding hairline, you're too young to have a receding hairline. You still want to be, I mean, you're, you're, listen, I, I hate to say, you're just not as attractive when you've got a five head or a six head. What you need is a four head, and you need Doc Linville to fill that in. And it doesn't look like doll hair. It looks, it's excellent. It's the, it's actually your hair. That is moved to the front, and it's and it's perfect. I love what Doc Linville did for me. You'll love what Doc Linville will do for you. What you need to do is go to 975hair.com, 975hair.com, start the process. Either get the neografting or get the PRP, which stimulates the growth, and it's a lot cheaper. But Doc Linville is making it so affordable right now that you can't miss out. And it's not going to last forever, but you're going to get 50 cents off right now of neografting if you go to 975hair.com. That's 975hair.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Clever metaphors and catchphrases escape me. Like a fat girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. Sweet sassy molassie, I'm trying my best here.